Hi, this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. A while back, I actually covered how to use a beeswax wrap a little bit, but I did say we were going to do an episode where we covered how to actually make it ourselves, not just use it. And I do try to maintain some clarity and some truthfulness to when I tell you I'm going to do something. So it may be a little later than I'd like, but we're definitely going to do that today. So take out your book of stuff and a pen, and we are going to cover how you can make your own fabric-based beeswax wrap. And this is an activity that if you listen with your small children, then this definitely is something that if you try to make it at home, you have to be in attendance and supervision of them in all ways at all times because it deals with heat and it's very easy to get burned with hot wax. Okay, so let's get started. So the first thing is you want to pick out your fabric and I'm going to say that when I see other people making these, they pick homey, homespun, floral patterns or sometimes, you know, stripy patterns like from almost a tartanish kind of thing. I've even seen just plain ones, just plain, no particular notable pattern fabric used but I'm gonna tell you you do not have to be plain Janeing it you don't you really do no offense to Janes okay so the thing is go wild make it something that you like because after all you're going to be using these over and over again and you're going to have to be looking at them over and over again so why not have something that's fun If you are the kind of person who has themed uh, cutlery or flatware or themed plates and whatnot, you know, dishware, then, you know, definitely go with that theme. I know that I used to, when I lived in Mexican town here, um, when I lived in southwest Detroit, right across the street from Clark Park, thank you, um, we used to buy themed plates every three months. So one, one month it was all hot peppers, so the salt and pepper shakers, the, the plates, the gravy boat, everything was hot pepper themed. And it, it wasn't that expensive and it was so much fun. And I even had the little hot pepper curtains. And then when the season changed, the theme changed. So then the next time it was all roosters and chickens. And then when the season changed, changed again, it was all corn. So you can pick a fabric that can go with that. Now, if you're not like me and you think that's a little weird, welcome to the show. I'm a little weird. So, but if that's something you think you might want to do, you can definitely coordinate like that. But if not, that's fine too. But find something you enjoy, something that reflects your personality. If you are a watch repair person, if you are a clockmaker then find something with clocks on it. If you have a homestead, maybe you want to put something with chickens on it or flowers. You know, it really comes down to what you like. Personally, I like little piggies. I love piggies. 
it's just it's something about piggies and cows and chickens that's my thing and I live in the big bad city so you know what are you gonna do right but I also love things with hot jalapenos and I love Halloween themes so there you go what are you gonna do so pick something you like one of the best fabrics that I found is the fabric that they use for quilting that cotton quilt fabric that thin one it takes the wax really well it's not expensive and you have enough to play with you could even go so far as just to buy quilting quarters and that's a lot less expensive than going to the fabric counter and having them cut it and you cutting it yourself okay let's go to the next part The next part of this is the most important part other than the picking of the fabric and that is the wax and for this particular project you want beeswax. I'm sorry vegans I don't know that soy wax will do the same thing. I don't have any research or feedback on it. If it will let me know. Drop me a line in the Shire on Facebook. But if it does you know I would love to be able to say hey we can use this but I haven't seen it doing it that way. Um, the closest thing I can think of as a vegan alternative might be bayberry. So if you can get your hands on bayberry, you could possibly get the wax that way. Because by boiling it, the wax comes out of the plant and settles on the top. And you might be able to do that, but I don't know that it's strong enough to actually saturate it. Um, and I haven't tried it, so that's something to look into. But you're going to need your beeswax and try to get some really good beeswax. You may need to strain it, especially when you have beeswax that are straight from the uh, farm. There's definitely going to be some stuff in there. Beekeepers, woot woot, what's up? What up though? I know you know what I'm talking about. Some of that wax looks pretty gnarly. So if you've got some good clean beeswax, you know, in a sheet or a candle, you can definitely melt that down. It's already strained, already cleaned out and you're going to need a sheet pan and an oven. Okay, let's go to the next part. Oh, and scissors. <laughs> so once you've picked your items, what you're going to do is find the bowls that you're going to use these wax covers on because you need to find out the diameter. Yes, thank your algebra teacher for teaching you how to use a compass because you're going to need to make the proper size circle that is about two inches larger, two inches larger than the actual circumference. The easiest way to do that is to find the radius. Um, the second easiest is to find the diameter. But you know, you could also do it the old fashioned way and take a dinner plate and trace around. Once you do that, you're going to mark it with chalk or with a pen and cut it into the circle. Or, you know, you might not be using a circle. You could be using a casserole dish. You know what you're using. So if you have to make that kind of cutting, adjust accordingly. Once this is done, take your material and go wash it. Once that's done, wash it again. Seriously, keep washing it. I want to say at least three times to get all the dyes out and all the shrinkage out just to make sure it's still the size you thought it would be. Once this is done, you want to lay it in your sheet pan, in your cookie sheet, and here we go. Make sure it's the right size for the cookie sheet you have. If you don't have that, you may have to use a foil pan. 
because you want this to lay flat. You don't want it folded at all. Okay? All right. So once you've got this done and you make sure it's all the same, same size, everything matches up the way you want, take the cloth back out of the sheet and grate with a cheese grater or break down your beeswax. It should be enough to fill the bottom and on the lowest setting of the oven possible, put the cookie sheet with the beeswax in until it's completely melted. Here comes the next part. Once you've got your cloth cut, what you want to do is make sure that it fits in the pan. So put the cloth in the pan and make sure that it fits. Once you see that it fits, take your wax and either cheese grate or break it up into pieces as well as you can. Or if you're using beeswax beads, pour the beeswax over the cloth in the sheet pan or in the cookie sheet. And make sure it's pretty covered pretty evenly, you know, you don't want to have like spots that have no wax and some that do and then put it in the oven on the lowest setting and let it slowly heat until it's just melted do not overheat your wax you could have a fire you don't want that you also don't want smoky wax all through your kitchen so again heat it slowly take your time and let it just saturate the cloth once it's saturated you can take it out and you can let it cool on a rack like a uh, like the kind you let cookies cool on or you can leave it in the pan for a little while longer until it gets a little bit solidified take it out again set it somewhere so it can dry and you now have a wax cloth the way you use it is once you're ready to cover some food you take that cloth and I hope you're storing these somewhere safe like a basket or uh, another wax cloth of its own a larger towel or something um, you know, a wax box, you know, but what you're going to do is you're going to put the cloth on top of the container and it can touch the food because again, it's already been washed and nothing but beeswax is going to touch it and you're going to wrap, you're going to push down around the edges over the edge of the container and this will be like a wax topping uh, that you can remove and put back on. Now over time, it's going to lose some of its uh, stiffness don't worry about it put it back in a cookie sheet when that happens and just remelt some more wax on it and get it more evenly coated and it's good to go so basically if you have a chance get a nice bag of beeswax beads and you can always redo them you can wipe them down once the food is already you know been consumed and you need to wash them you can wash them you can simply wipe them down unless it's been touching the food. If it's been touching the food, you want to wash it like you'd wash anything else. But, you know, don't submerge it, merge it in hot soapy water for long periods of time, of course, because, you know, that will slowly break it down. But, you know, quick dip in the soapy water, get it cleaned, and let it dry flat, and you should be fine. Again, if it starts to lose some of its stiffness or rigidity, just, you know, redo the process of coating it in wax. I wanted to take a moment about, maybe a couple of moments, to talk to you about what kind of soap you want to use. You can use commercial soap and you can use homemade soap, but don't use a lye base if you can help it. Try to use a gentle soap on your wax wraps. It'll make them a little bit easier to upkeep 
and they'll stay stickier longer, okay? I do recommend something like a Castile soap, but if it's a little bit too strong for you, you can even go with Kirk's Coconut Castile Soap, which is a good soap, lots of lather, not overly strong. And I think you'd like it. Um, and if you want to go really old school in cottagecore, grab yourself some soap wart and like froth it up a little bit, you know? I mean, it's really up to you and what you want to do. I want to take a moment also to talk about how you could really make this something special. You could make an entire set. You could make something that could, you could take in a picnic basket or for an outing or for a lunch outside in the forest or the meadow or on your back porch. You could make enough to cover everyone's drinks as drink toppers that actually correlate with the food toppers. You could make enough not just for serving dishes, but for individual plates. You could go all the way wild and make enough to cover each of the serving of the condiments as well. You know, some for the sugar dish, some for the cream container. It really comes down to what you want to do. And speaking of tea and teapots, yeah, that's a weird little segue, I know. But today's episode, we're listening to Tea Roots by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. He supplies royalty-free music for us to be able to listen to and use for this episode. And I want to thank him for that and give him proper acknowledgement. So way to go, Kevin McLeod. Okay, so again, this is Tea Roots. So you could even go so far as to make wax wraps for your tea collection. Uh, if you have just a collection of different boxes, you could wrap them up in wraps. Not only would it look really cool in your in your um, cabinets, but it would also deter pests because, again, that's one more layer of protection and it would coordinate your, your kitchen and make it look really cozy. All right, let's get back to the show. we've come to the end of our show of this episode about beeswax wraps and again you know it's possible you could do this in a vegan manner it's possible you could use bayberry wax I am not positive I haven't tried it maybe we could try it this summer I can if I can find a bayberry bush and berries I will do my best and see if I can make wax that way a wax sheet you know that's supposed to be a thing, so we could try it. If any of you have tried it, let me know. And if you've made soy wraps, let me know. I love sharing tips with my friends, and we're friends, right? So, I look forward to coming back and sharing another weird little episode with you here on My Magical Cottage Core Life. And you can always find me on Anchor or on Spotify or other platforms. All right. Can't wait to see you till then. <laughs>